Thanks everyone for downloading this episode of the Nerd Ball Podcast. I uh, I appreciate you all being out there, downloading, subscribing, sharing, whatever you're all doing. Uh, really helps the podcast. Um, and this is, I think, this is my first week of only putting one out. Uh, like I said on Monday, um, it's just it's a lot of time right now. And I think if I continue to at least put one out, obviously that's still good. And maybe I can devote a little more time to the social media aspect of it, the, the, you know, the YouTube shorts, the TikToks, all that stuff. Um, maybe it can grow that way. It's just a lot of time. Uh, I really enjoy doing it, but sometimes I don't want to sit, uh, sit on my couch when we're watching a movie and I'm editing videos because I'm a little bit behind because of all the other stuff we're getting into. So I'm still gonna be putting episodes out. I got a bunch of, I got probably, uh, a month's worth of episodes banked right now. So that's good. I'm staying ahead of it. Again, that hopefully that will help make a better product. Not necessarily the interviews. I think the interviews are really great and they're always going to be that way. But, you know, the social media and the other videos and the TikToks, all that will be a better product. So, um, yeah, I, again, I appreciate everyone. Um, I'm, I'm only, the only reason I'm going down to one is just because it's a lot of time and work. So if this podcast ever makes it big and I can actually hire people, then maybe we'll go back to two. But right now this is it. Cause it's, it's just me over here at the Nerdball podcast. Um, but, uh, I did think of, you know, not doing it at all, but I, but you guys are there and listening. So I appreciate you all, um, enough rambling for this episode. Um, please, please continue to like share and subscribe. So, uh, you guys will love this podcast, especially if you're around Parisburg is he is a known Parisburg figure. Um, always on the sidelines and on the uh, and inside the gyms taking pictures of all your kids and student athletes. Ken was great, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to this podcast. Hello, I'm Ken Falls, part-time photographer for Perrysburg High School, and uh, I'm on the Nerdball Podcast. The Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. Perfect, Ken. Uh, Ken, thanks for for coming on the podcast today. You're welcome. Uh, I've I've known you specifically through uh, taking pictures at all our athletics, and I'm sure I speak for everyone when when uh, when I say thank you. That what you do, I I was looking through my phone today. I don't think I would have any pictures of me coaching football on a Friday night if it wasn't for you. Oh. Thank you. I one of the driving things is actually uh, over the years is the 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 affirmation I get from mm -hmm. people. Uh, you know that's 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 a good feeling for anybody. Yeah, I, and, I really and, appreciate that. It's one of the things I t I tell other people. Uh, you know why you've done this so long. I said, you know, getting the affirmation from people is is really nice as well as um, what a what a wonderful Perrysburg family I've, I've mm -hmm. come to know. Most of them just casually, but it's, you know, I've never had once, I was thinking about this recently, a student be disrespectful to me, mm. you know, and the parents are just so encouraging. Uh, yeah, I've never really had a negative experience, you know, about my photography and, and being around there. It's just, just it's nice, well, it's really well, nice. Well, well, I mean, photographers in general, but specifically you, is, is obviously, because that's who I'm talking about, like, you don't yeah. know a lot of times, and maybe it's it's the good ones. Like, 
we don't even know you're there. Like we see you, we, we, we know you're there because we know you and we say hello and, and sure. that kind of stuff, but you're taking all these pictures and, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes kids will pose and, and those are some of my favorites too is, is oh, cause of they, course. Know, cause they yeah. know you. So they're like, Hey, you know, check, check it yeah. out. You know, I love right. those. <laughs> I actually like, um, in, in, in view of all the sports that I shoot, I actually like the photos that are more human interest mm. that I take. You know, if I catch some, like I caught a football player, I don't know if it was uh, Gherkin alignment, uh, might have been hugging one of the players um, in one of the uh, playoff games at the end after it was over. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, like that's like really a cool picture to me. Yeah. <laughs> in spite of all the action photos I take, I really seek out uh, the uh, – human interest things because sometimes they tell the story of the game <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly because it, it is full of emotion and you know yeah. you can you can get so much out of out of one picture and you, you do a great job doing it like i said i I've, many of my profile pictures have been your pictures <laughs> thank you it worked out really well and and i know my wife likes it too because my son's out there so, you know, he, every once in a while, him and his buddies get, get in those too. So th those are saved in our phone. Well, I, well. I talked to your mom too. She's uh yeah. Yeah. She's a great lady. She's uh yeah. 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 She, she loves going to those games. She, she used to go to, after I graduated, she used to go to football games cause I used to be an official uh, and she used to wear a, uh, like a sweatshirt that says I'm here for the official or something like that, <laughs> yeah. um, which, which could put a target on her back, but she's, she's been her and my dad and my youngest sister, uh, they go to a lot of those things. And, and it's cool because like they go because they, obviously they want to watch football, but my sister's always taking pictures of me and my mom and everything. And sure. so it's, it's cool to, 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 you know, have that there as, as long as, as, as well as my wife and my kids, it's a, it's a whole family thing. And, and I, and I, I appreciate that. Like she's a cool mother. Her. She's a cool mother. She is. <laughs> she is. Yeah. She's, she's super busy all the time. Just she, yeah. she has to keep moving, doing things, but yeah, she always makes times for, for me and, and uh, my grandkids, but yeah, yeah, she's cool. Um, Ken, what the question I always ask people uh, at the beginning and it may be a little bit different for you, but I always ask people, what is something you've been nerding out about? Something you're you're super into, something that gets you away from your job, uh, wow. a hobby of yours. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and maybe maybe it is photography, but maybe there is something else that we don't know about yeah. Ken Falls that that you like to I do. Th uh, I know. thought you might ask that. Um, yeah. Hopefully, this is not too sensitive an area, but I, I'm really uh, a man of faith. Okay. And um, people probably wouldn't know that way back. It, uh, it, and I wasn't preparing for this professionally, but I've actually. Uh, Went through a certificate program at a seminary. Oh, and this was many years ago. And currently, I'm taking online classes in areas of biblical study. Like I, in the last two years, I've taken uh, four Greek semesters and uh, other classes relative to studying the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so that's that sounds like a really weird hobby, but mm -hmm. I enjoy really reading theology and and more, and more hands on, like how to study the Bible. And so I actually enjoy putting in hours <laughs> studying a passage of scripture. And and I and I've tried to really improve my skills at interpretation. And uh and I help some uh, uh people at our church like in preparation with their sermon and mm -hmm. evaluating it. So there's a whole nother side of me that uh uh 
you know, like like today I might work on a passage for a couple hours. Some of it's part of my classwork, but I, I still enjoy it. So um, that's probably uh, the central part of my life and something that uh, I actually do to get away from other things. <laughs> so <laughs> so when, you say, when you say work on a passage, what does that mean? Well, um, yeah, real specific, it might mean actually I'm, 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 I'm trying to apply skills so I can actually um, determine the author's uh, flow of thought, okay. big idea. And I do such things as uh, when I was taking Greek and was part of the class, we would, if you remember, if you ever had, I, I don't know, I did, I'm old enough that we used to diagram like in junior high English do English diagramming where you take a sentence and and put the subject, you know, on a line and divide it and you, you list the verb and so on, the direct object. Yeah. And so we did some of that with Greek. And at the moment, I'm doing that with just phrases, uh, English phrases of a sentence, sort of diagramming them is like a schematic where you can see what the main thought is and then what might be supplemental thoughts or things that are modifying and, and so doing some of that technical work um you know helps me to uh try to get a feel for what the author was saying because it's we live in such an individual uh focused world nowadays it's often what does something mean to me mm-hmm. and ultimately you want to get it application that's the big important purpose of you know, if you were studying the Bible and wanted to get something out of it, what does it mean to me? But sometimes you impose your meaning because you're biased yeah. or you just uh, you just in your mind randomly associate things. But I, I try to myself learn skills that will first determine what the author was really saying to his audience at a point in time, uh, whether it be the Apostle Paul or whoever. And, and, and then from there, let's make applications for how it might apply today rather than me superimposing a meaning into a to a passage uh for no good reason really <laughs> and, and that's that's gotta be hard because everybody has their bias and what does this yes. mean to me and, and it's something it sounds like it's something that you are really honing in on because we yeah. we as just you know people we, don't do yeah, that we, we can't escape them we, we live in a western world and mm-hmm. you know you, you sort of just got to try your best to to not not superimpose and uh, probably what uh, I don't want to go too far with this, but probably what drives me a lot is I think I probably should have been a like a a, a journalist in, uh, okay. in college, learning that rather than accounting, and uh, <laughs> because I like to dig to the bottom, and and I don't really want uh, is in regards to religion, I don't want someone necessarily. Uh, just influencing my thought process and saying, this is the way it is. I sort of want to discover on my own, mm-hmm. you know, what, for instance, an example of a passage of scripture, what does that say? And I don't want to, I don't want to have a template put over me that, that says, this is how you should believe. Or so it sort of drives me to, to, to be a little bit independent with the text and not just take um, some tradition and uh superimpose it on my beliefs type of thing okay yeah yeah because it's have you have you always have you been in the, in the faith for you know since you were a little because I, I went to i went to catholic grade school from uh-huh. kindergarten to eighth grade uh-huh. and uh and then we moved to perrysburg and it was kind of up to us what we wanted to do but yeah. it, you know every for for almost nine years i went to church every thursday with my school <laughs> and then uh, i was yeah. a server too so i did that on sundays sure. 
uh, or on Saturdays when my parents would remember. There was a lot of times uh, I was not there because my parents, because yeah. <laughs> I would not remember or my parents would not remember. But this uh, does go way back with me in answer to your question. Sure. Um, I I guess I, we refer to it as a spiritual renewal or rebirth when I was about 19 years old. Okay. Um, I had lost my mother when I was 14 to leukemia mm. and my dad got remarried. And uh, so uh, we had a large family before that. I was the oldest of six. And then when my dad remarried, my stepmother's first husband had died suddenly and, and she was uh, younger than my, my dad and they got married and she had three and then they had one together. But anyway, through that process, um, uh, she come to know uh, Christ and and I just I really wasn't a seeker to be very honest. I was more of an agnostic in my first year of college and later in high school. And um, she just basically uh, showed me a real, real, real life. Well, what a real spiritual Christian life is. And and for some reason, she asked if I'd be willing to hear this guy out. And he came over to my house, and she arranged everybody to be gone it was just him and i and he was just basically sharing some bible verses from from the bible and how i could really know christ personally and it but like just it just came to birth that evening i like i wasn't really a seeker but i i just felt um there was i wasn't a perfect individual in the past nor am i now mm -hmm. and I, I just felt i didn't really truly have forgiveness for some things and sort of just reached out to, to god in that moment and it became very real after that i, I can't explain i open up the Bible and it was interesting and stuff like that. So that's what goes head, all the way back to that. <laughs> well, I was 19. Yeah. 19. Okay. And that's obviously that's a, a important part of important time in, in your life, you know, sure. um, yeah. not, not even including the fact that, that your mother passed away, but, but it's, it's already like a, a big time, those teenage years and then deciding, yeah. you know, yes. after high school, what to do. And, and, yeah. you know, I guess if you can, if you can check some stuff off, it makes it a little easier to, to go forward and say, yeah, this is what I'm doing, or this is what I believe and all this kind of stuff. It it kind of feels like you're, you're going yes. the right direction. Yeah. It gives you some moorings, if you will, in your life to, Mm -hmm. build around <clears throat> yeah uh you mentioned uh well first of all did you grow up around this this area i did and i've lived in this area my entire life okay grew up in toledo around toledo hospital toledo hospital okay um uh, what high school did you go to i went to saint francis oh, okay i was i was wondering if it was one of those <laughs> not to make <laughs> you feel old but if it was one of those that don't exist anymore yeah oh, no <laughs> no but i lived a block and a half away from the Vilbus. oh there you go all they right built <laughs> The, 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 the other more portion of 74, 75, the state came and bought our house by eminent domain. And so, oh, we, no. moved, so we moved closer to Toledo Hospital. Oh, okay. Right by Ottawa Park. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember going to DeVille's football games with my dad at six years old. Wow. Yeah. The, the only, my only memory of DeVille's is I used to play. Cause I grew up in Toledo also uh, right down the street from Rogers high school. And, oh yeah. Uh -huh. uh, we used to play on the youth football team, me and my older brother and our weigh-ins were at DeVilbus. Okay. And I, I remember my brother, my older brother like loved football, super competitive. And uh -huh. he, we had a weight limit. So he had to get under the, under the weight limit. And he was, he, you know, put the garbage bags on, was running around, you know, trying uh -huh. to lose his weight on weigh-in day. And he stepped on the scale he had he, all he had left on was his underwear and he was still like a uh, half a pound or something 
So they put a towel around him and he stripped. He was like, I'm taking everything off. They put a towel around him, waited, he waited, and then immediately ate a bunch of stuff and then threw up. Sounds like a wrestler. <laughs> man, he, yeah, he never wrestled, but man, he was super competitive. And, and that, that's the one thing I had, I like one memory I have because I, I was not going to work that hard to lose weight. I didn't care if I went, if I ran the ball or not. I just, I was just going to play football and whatever, but he was determined. Yeah. But th- that is my, that is my, uh, knowledge of Davilba's high school is being there. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> uh when you attended St. Francis, what uh were you into sports? Were you into you know clubs? Yeah, my, you... my real love was basketball. And oh. uh I got cut cut my JV year. So I took up uh got interested in cross country and then I stumbled upon tennis and that's what I'm, I'm sort of really proud of. Uh I don't play much of it now, but uh uh and they had good tennis teams back then like St. John's is today and I, 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 I literally every day, once I took up tennis, uh, went to Jermaine Park and uh, play with whoever would let me play with them. I mean, I was bad in the beginning, <laughs> but I had to earn my, my, my stripes, so to speak. I got to yeah. play better and better. So I got better. And by the time I was a senior, I got up to first doubles and played some third singles, but I wasn't from a wealthy family that grew up at a country club or anything. Mm-hmm. Most of the kids on the team did. So I, I just, and I worked too in the summers. And so I'd work, get off at three and I'd go to tennis court till 11 at night until they turned off the lights. Even if I had to hit against the backboard, I just fell in love with it. Well, what about tennis that, that drew you to it? I, I don't know. Oh, I know why now, now that you asked that question. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't, I didn't have really a good, um, and, and some of it was me, <laughs> a good perspective when I played freshman basketball. Um, of course, you're on a team, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, the the season didn't go well for me, and and I think as I, in retrospect, as I've been introspective, I think what appealed to me about tennis across country was, um, I was the sole determiner of the outcome, whether I succeeded or not. I wasn't relying on teammates. I wasn't relying on a on a coach that felt I should play or shouldn't play, and I think that's what what really but really drove it as I look back. I wasn't thinking, I don't think like that uh, back then, you know, at, at the moment in the mind, but I think a deeper layer, deeper as I thought about it later, mm-hmm. I think, I think that's why is, is, is I wanted to be able to control my destiny in the sport rather than, than have teammates uh, affect the outcome or a coach or a lack of a good relationship with a coach or something like that. And I think that's what, I, but I stumbled upon that by accident. I just had got my temporary license and I went in my, and my mom said, Hey, we're having dinner. Go pick up your brother at some courts at Ottawa park. And I say, hey, let me try that racket. And I, I'm like, this is really a cool sport. Literally. That's how it started with me. <laughs> you know, uh, every job that I've had, you know, they always ask either ask a question on the application or in the interview, like, do you work well by yourself or with others? And most of the sure. time people do say both, uh, which could be the case. But in your case, like, it's not, it's, it's good to hear, like, hey, the, I, I don't work well with others and, and yeah. some things, you know, and, and yeah. maybe it be, basketball was a particular thing, but then maybe if you would have played another team sport, maybe it would have been different because of that sport. But it's right. good to hear, like, you, you can acknowledge, like, no, I, yeah. I had to do this for, for this reason. And that would be generally true. I think in general character characterization of me that I'm, I'm more of a, of a private a person mm-hmm. and uh maybe 
unless you, you really you spend some time with me harder to get to know and things like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, just based on the two things that you do now, yes, uh, yes. Account, accounting and yeah. photography are pretty right. solo activities. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it casts me pretty much who I am. That's why it's interesting. I, when I do photography and I've actually done some graphic arts um, sometime in my life, doing some newsletters before uh, the internet came and so on for some companies. And it's like, I found a softer side of myself or a, an artistic side, but I still bring that organization to it. If I go do, and I don't do many, but if I go do a senior shoot individual photography, I I, I prepare for a, like I would, I don't know, like you probably prepare for football, yeah. you know, uh, uh, practice. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've, I go out and scout the locations, yeah. the, the shots I want to take, you know, and I, and I even sometimes go as far as marking up which lens I'm going to use. And so I, you know, I go out a couple of times and make sure, see where the sun's at, if it's an outside shoot. And maybe a lot of photographers do this. But the point is, is that detail stuff mm. uh, in the process is as much fun as uh, the event itself sometimes with me. Yeah, no, it, it, like uh, the preparation is a lot of fun. And I think part of it is like, hey, I got to do this. And maybe it's fun, but work. But then yeah. if I do all this pre stuff, yeah, prep, if I prepare then yeah. the actual event will be a lot more fun. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you talked about uh, scouting places. Uh, at, at this point, uh, if you... Uh, well, first of all, I, how long have you been doing photography? Yeah, just only about 15 years. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll give you a little background how I got started. Uh, I have... Uh, we have two sons, and they went to Otsego High School at the time. Mm -hmm. And one of them, uh, one of them um, played three sports there, uh, baseball, basketball, and golf. And the other one had some physical dis disabilities. He's, he's adopted, and, but he's, he's achieved a lot. Uh, he was uh, in karate and, and got the second degree black belt. Hmm. And um, so I got interested, obviously, as many parents do. And so uh, after I was uh, <laughs> done and my son graduated, the, the one playing basketball and the one two years before doing the karate, I said, I really like this sport photography. <laughs> and and so how can I continue? Well, I had two nephews, uh, my brother closest to me, uh, sons that were playing sports at the moment. They were a couple, they were cousins to my boys, uh, a couple years younger than my boys. And uh, Nolan Falls was a linebacker for Perrysburg, a starting linebacker. Uh, this is like in 2009, 10 and 11. Okay. And, and, and his brother, Alan, uh, played soccer, and then they both played under still Dave Boyce uh, on the basketball team. And so I wandered over to Perrysburg the next season after my sons ended, about right now, you know, basketball season started. Yep. And I wandered in the gym, gym very sheepishly and just stood in a corner and took pictures of, of them, my two nephews. Oh, okay. I, I started coming to a number of their games, and my brother, who I'm referring to and their sons, he used to run the Junior Jackets basketball. The, you know, run it yeah. along with Chuck Salmon, who was a swim coach at Perrysburg uh, a few years back. And so after a while, people come up to me and say, who are you? And could you take some pictures of my son? He's number 33. <laughs> and then it become, he's got a sister who plays soccer. Could you go to their game? <laughs> and I had favorable work hours. I started real early in the morning, even though I was an accountant. Because uh, I worked for a small company uh, the last 40 years before I retired three years ago. Mm -hmm. And so I had a schedule where I was getting home at 
230 or three. So I could make like all the Perrysburg sports. <laughs> and so I, uh, it just blossomed and, and went, you know, became uh, un unbelievable how many different sports I was shooting and getting to know so many people. And, and that's really how it, it got going. Just to, like I, I, I and to get at the root of it, I think I really like in sports photography, the thrill of the moment. If someone's going up for a, a dunk in basketball, you know, there's a, a little bit of pressure on you to capture that, you know, with clarity or on the football field, you know, a, a one reach catch in the end zone or something mm -hmm. like that. And it's just that pressure. And I've shot a few weddings and when, when they're walking up the aisle, you, you can't mess it up. You just can't, you gotta be prepared. And so there's a little bit of that thrill, uh, even though it's, it's a nervous pressure thrill uh, that gets me. And then I just am a sport nut. I just love sports. Mm. Like tonight, my wife and I will go to a, we have a, we have a tie to it, a Southview, Northview basketball game. And uh, a couple that goes to our church, their, their grandson plays for Southview. But I've been known, like I went to the Liberty Center Oak Harbor football game after Perrysburg lost the next week. Okay. And I've been to football games like at Bryant. <laughs> I, I forget who I went and saw when they were in the tournament some years ago. And then, and then a, there's days as much as I take pictures for like during basketball season for Perrysburg, if I have a free night, I might run to a high school game between St. John's and St. Francis. <laughs> so I am like really a sport nut. And so it really fits with my interest to do sports photography. And uh, so yeah, I'm the, talking too much here, no. to, to give you the, the, <laughs> the, you know, the real reason why, you know, I like doing is I, uh, and I love being as you do around young people. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I just like being around them. It, it it's fun to like because you know specifically being a football coach. I obviously I played football and it's fun to like see them playing it because I'm done right. I'm now sure. I'm just now exactly. I'm just coaching. So like yeah. it, it's fun to see them get excited about all that kind of stuff and just be yeah. involved with that. And yeah. you know I'm coaching freshman girls basketball right now at Perrysburg and the same oh, thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. The, the the same thing like. Like it's a whole different mindset. It, it, it's a it's a different way of coaching. It's a different level of of people I'm coaching, you know. And yeah. but it's it's all yeah. the same. Like uh, the yeah. the happiness, the sadness, the, the yeah. all the emotions are the same. And it's just like it it, it makes me want to do a good job for them, you know. So they don't yeah. feel so they feel happy, and that's that. It's interesting. I started out in college in education, and it and then I left it after one quarter. I had a course they called career decisions where they put you in the classroom. Mm -hmm. I was in an elementary school. And the teacher gave me responsibilities a little bit. I was just a freshman in college of like doing bulletin boards. I go, I don't like this. And I don't think I could really earn money in this. So I switched majors. <laughs> but to go back to tie it in with what you're talking about. So I've, I've taught Sunday school and church. And I love teaching junior high. Mm -hmm. And I've taught adults too. But the thing that I like about teaching, I've done some coaching way back, not to your level. But um, uh, even when I was at St. Francis, after I got cut, I coached. CYO, uh, seventh and eighth grade boys basketball. But the point is, as I look back now and, and currently like teaching at, at church, and it isn't just the teaching that's neat, it's what's behind is the encouragement. Mm. When someone acquires a skill or mm. sees something like in a Sunday school class, like, oh, hey, you can do this, you can understand this. Or if you're coaching and you, you, you bring improvement to their skill or a love for something, I mean, if they don't stay with it, I think that's so fulfilling is that uh, you're really an encourager. I'm not a teacher of Sunday school. I'm an encourager of people. You know, I see it broader. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you can, I mean, 
I'm always learning things still too. And I, I get, I got excited the other day when one of our, um, our customer service person at the Metro parks in my building it has to take some time off. And so there's a new mm-hmm. person there that's not used to the building. And I yeah. told her, I was like, I was like, Allie, I was like, this is going to be great. And she's like, yeah, I go, I know you don't know a lot of stuff, but you're going to ask me a lot of questions and it's going to force me to come up with these answers to help you. And some, maybe, yeah. some, maybe some things I don't know about the building or some things I don't know about programs or whatever happening here. So it's going to help, it's going to help me become a better manager here because exactly. you'll be asked, asked a bunch of questions. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I always tell the athletes too, like guys, I, sometimes my answer is going to be, I don't know. And you're going to be like, wait, aren't you the coach? And you know, yes, exactly. like, no, I, I don't, but I'll get it for you. I'll, I'll figure it out. Well, that's neat. You can be that transparent. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, it's like, if, if I learned a long time ago, it doesn't matter if it's at work or coaching, like as long as you're honest with them, they'll, they'll listen to you and, and they'll help you too. I, I had a staff member. I, uh, I asked him, uh, he was, he's my maintenance guy at the parks and, mm-hmm. uh, he wanted a, a trickle charger for a battery, which I know what it is. You you hook it up and you put on your battery. It's for the winter to make sure your battery stays okay. And, mm-hmm. and I asked him, I was like, well, what kind do we need? And he kind of smiled and looked at me. I was, I was like, what? He goes, you don't know. I said, I know what a trickle charger is. I don't know enough about them to be like, yeah, you need this amperage or this size or mm-hmm. whatever. And he's like, oh, I thought you were messing with me. I go, no, I don't know stuff, man. That's okay. You know, he's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I don't know if you're, whenever you're messing with me or not. I go, hey, I got to keep you on your toes. I got to make sure you, yeah. you don't know. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so as you, uh, I, I, uh, I'll go back to college because I have a couple of questions about that. So you said sure. you, you went, you went for accounting. Um, yes. You know, you tried teaching for a semester. You're like, no, nah, this isn't it. And uh, accounting, um, how, how did you decide like, this is well, you have to take all the prerequisites. I was going to go into business when I switched and I didn't know what in business. I, I mean, this was my thinking back. Then. <laughs> and I said, I took general business classes. And I said, well, I don't know how easy I could get a job. This is just general stuff. Mm-hmm. And I took a couple of accounting classes in a business major you do anyway. And I, again, I think because of the detail and I'm very systematic, it, it appealed to me. And I thought, well, this, this should be a good career choice you know, for many years, uh, rather than me have to, you know, I, I didn't see myself doing sales and some mm-hmm. other things or just you general did, business. So I wanted to be a little more specific, you know. And you did it for 40 years, you said? Yes, yes. Uh, how many different companies did you work for in those 40 years? Well, uh, I worked for, I, I actually finished up at night school at the University of Toledo and took a job at the Andersons mm. at, uh, at Maumee and worked in their grain accounting for two or three years. And then I left that and I went to this uh, one-year seminary certificate program, and that was in Indiana. And then I came back and uh, uh, got a company, uh, another job with another Fortune 500 company that makes uh, dental products, uh, the tools that dentists use and so on. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, I went to a and this company I've been with, uh, for, was with 40 years, was Reliance Propane and Fuel Oil on near Seacorn and Alexis Road, and I was their controller. And uh, that ties back into the thing we were talking about in the past. Like the big companies uh, had good experiences, especially at the Andersons. But yeah, I, 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 I don't like meetings and things like that much. <laughs> Where, with a small company that employed at times as many 40 people, so we weren't real small. Yeah, I can just walk and go down and talk to the owner. Uh, you know, mm. meetings and time wasted. And uh, I, lo- I love meetings. I don't uh, know why. I love meetings. <laughs> well, it'd be fun in sports, I think. But uh, 
uh, uh, anyway, so uh, you know, I, 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 I just had more independence in that job rather than being part of a big corporation. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's I mean, it, it, it's our theme here, right? Like that's yeah, yeah. you know, you have to do what makes you happy. Yes. You know, otherwise you're going to dread waking up every morning. Exactly. Uh, how many people come tax time ask you to do their taxes? <laughs> Not many, many no. more, because I, I've refused them. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I give a little advice. See, my, my one son is a CPA now. Mm. And so I just give them to him. <laughs> the relatives <laughs> ask me. And I'll give him a little opinion. I better say, but any majors in the tax area within CPA is a certified accounting firm. And and so, yeah, he gets them all now, but a number of them. But my wife and I still, we still do our own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I used to do our own until we bought a house. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to mess anything up. I'll I'll just have I'll pay some sure. I actually did a had a, a part-time job. Uh, you know, earlier in marriage, you're always looking for more money. Oh, yeah. And I did personal taxes. Yeah, for a couple of years for for a guy that had a, a firm uh, happened to be in the inner city. And uh, so I, I've done a number of personal taxes. But when I was working the last 40 years in a corporate, I did all the taxes, excise taxes and everything uh, at Reliance. Um, so I, I wasn't up as much with the personal. Like mm-hmm. if you asked me what the standard deduction would be some year, I'd probably know it, but I might not. You know, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so... I was more in the corporate area later in life, and Got it. but most of the time I just deferred to other others because I know it could become non-ending. <laughs> doing oh yeah, yeah, like oh yeah, uh, Ken did Ken did ours. You know, go to Ken; he'll do he'll do. <laughs> yeah, <his thing>. exactly. <laughs> it's a waterfall. Yeah, Ken falls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always think it's interesting, and I don't know why, uh, when children do get in the same profession as their parents um and maybe i I just i had i mean maybe it's because my my mom was a nurse and i could not deal with any of that kind of stuff and my dad worked in a factory he worked for gm for 31 years Mm -hmm. or 31.3 he he always gets mad when i leave out that point three uh but (laughs) but maybe maybe it's the professions my my parents chose but but it's it's just it happens quite a bit, and uh, maybe you just can't help but be involved in it as a kid when your parent right. does whatever they do. I don't yes. know. I don't My know. dad worked in business as a purchasing agent for, oh, like your dad, for like 30 years for Dana Corporation. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was in the business, but he wasn't in accounting. But uh, yeah, I, I, so I went into business. <laughs> and my son's in accounting, one of my sons. Yeah. 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 I, 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 Hats off to accountants. This is not my, <laughs> I, I am not a math guy and I will, I will always, I would gladly pay for someone to do my math for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, after, uh, a- after you get out of college, um, uh, I'm, well, you said you lived around here your whole life. I'm assuming you went to college around here too. University of Toledo. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So, yeah. a- so after you get out of there, um, was it always a decision to stay here or is it just, is it just easier or what led to that? You know, cause most. Uh... Yes. Yeah. I'm a homebody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. I was going to just mention, I like my, my wife uh, was from Warren, Ohio. Okay. And, and, and she was like transferred her here, here from a big corporation Um Eaton, it's called. They used to own Air Equip Vickers and used to be, uh, what was it before that, here in the area. And so 
she was transferred here. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I've been very involved. This is very unusual from the time I really gave, gave my life to Christ at 19 in one church for 50 years. Oh, really? The church has survived. A lot of churches, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and I'm, and I'm not, uh, and, and I'm and I'm not a practicing Catholic now. I'm I'm, I'm in a non-denominational church, mm -hmm. and so it's sometimes uh, it's a long time for a church to be in existence for 60, 70 years like this one. But it's had a good core of people, and I've really wanted to uh, be committed to it. And I, I'm very very involved. Uh, I'm also the treasurer there, and uh, and do a host of things. So I've that that was some of the draw to stay in Toledo, actually. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. Do you, um, do you travel? Do you like to travel? Because I know some people, you know, you say you're a homebody, but yeah, maybe there's things you like I, to do. I do, uh, but my wife, not as much. We have, um, we've had uh, a, a commitment to pets. My wife okay. uh, was really involved and in not so much recent, uh, recently, but in pet rescue. And so we've had like five cats at a time and a couple, three dogs. And so it's hard to get away. Mm -hmm. And she, uh, got to know her uh, as she was older and she had already done a lot of traveling with her job mm -hmm. uh, to Europe and stuff. So she sort of scratched that itch. And then with, and now we we're down to one cat and, and one dog. We probably won't have any more because I'm 69 and she's going to be 65 and you know, we don't want to be burying pets and we do want to do more traveling, but, but we're not, uh, we're not, we're more, more homebodies, but I yeah. probably would travel more than, than her, but it probably wouldn't be worldwide. I would like to maybe do some, more photography trips and stuff like that. And we've done some of that together. But, yeah. Do you have, do you have any like bucket list places that you would like to go to? Um, <laughs> a whole nother area that takes up a lot of my time. among my many instruments. Uh, th this is, I would like to go to the master's golf tournament. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> get tickets to it. I'm yeah. always trying to get tickets and I, I've never been in a position with some big corporate company where I've gotten invited or anything like that. Um, but no, not at the moment. I think it would be neat to, I think it would be neat to just travel in Europe. I'd, I'd love to visit those countries, Greece, yeah. Italy, any of them, France, Germany, Spain, <laughs> Portugal. Um, that, yeah, that'd be cool. I, I'd really like to go to Israel and the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Um, not at the moment, but, uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 So, but the, if there was only one, but the true bucket list would be get to the master's golf tournament. Now that I, I listened to the, a sports podcast, Ryan Rosillo, I think it was Ryan Rosillo, oh, sure. maybe, yeah. Um, yeah. and they talked about the Masters or going to the Masters, and they are like, they're like, does it count if you go to the Masters on Wednesday to see whatever they have going on on Wednesday? And right. half of them are, half of them are like, no, it doesn't count because it's not the real tournament. And half of them are like, yeah, you're there, you're at the Masters, yeah. you're still there. I'd like to just go one or two days because I'd like to see the finish. You could, you can't really see everything if it's a close, close tournament on Sunday. I'd like to go for. Um, Thursday and Friday and to the practice rounds. Okay. And and then, then I, I would, you know, we'd, we'd stay in somewhere in that area in a hotel. I would watch it on TV the end. Cause I, I'd like to see it. Mm -hmm. It's like a ritual with me, which it is a lot of people in the country to watch the sort of like kicks off the golf season. Yeah. Do, do you play golf? I do. I'm a, I'm a member at the legacy. It's just over the line here. I live in Savannah township now. Okay. And uh, I've been a member like three or four years, and I hate to say I play I play a lot of golf sometimes four times a week. But that's all right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> retired, but 
Yeah. Like a hundred rounds, you know. <laughs> I'm a very busy man. You wouldn't people don't realize it for being retired. <laughs> that what well, I mean, it's it's okay to still like, you know, I would imagine I, when you say I, I I'm sorry to say you play four rounds, maybe maybe it's because you say that to your wife. I don't know, but like it's it's <laughs> that's that's what's you know, it's you're retired. Be retired and do what right. you want to do, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's not necessarily a, a bad thing, but uh, but uh, I, it shouldn't be my only priority. You yeah, know, it yeah. competes with other priorities at times. Um, so it becomes at times it becomes pretty clear what's your highest priority when you're canceling certain things to do other things. Sure, you know, yeah, yeah. I tend to not cancel anything, so I'm really busy <laughs> in three areas. Uh, you know, really involved with 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 if you will Christian service, with photography, mm -hmm. and with golf. And, uh, and then my my wife and I recently, when we retired, we 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 joined a club called MVA, of which I'm not going to say his last name, but one of your your bosses up the line, Scott, is a member mm -hmm. of it and maintains the website and sometimes goes on a walk, but he's still employed full time now at the the Metro Parks, and um, so we're we're involved with that, and that involves uh, my wife really likes biking, and uh, I do too, but she likes it a lot more. So they have a couple days a week they bike. The club does. Mm -hmm. Long time club in Toledo. What is and MVA? Mommy, Mommy Valley Adventure is the MVA. Okay. Is. And uh, then they have walks. So we go on a walk every Thursday and we go to lunch then with the whole group afterwards at a restaurant. So that's got to get fit into the schedule as, as well. Well, you know, your your retired life is what I'm anticipating mine being. Like, I like okay. having, I like things to do. I, I like, you know, yes. making sure we have places to go. And, and even on a saturday my wife sometimes everyone wants their weekends to be like perfect weather sometimes my wife yeah. hopes it rains so i actually sit down and just oh, watch, sure, sure. watch tv because i'm always busy and doing something but i like being that and even you know coaching basketball this is my second season coaching basketball now before that we'd go to a bunch of hockey games and go down to sure. bg or, or tamo oh, and yeah. watch perrysburg yeah so there's always something that we're doing but i like that like i i want to i want to yes. keep doing things yeah there would be a real problem if my wife wasn't uh interested in sports we we've been full-time and in amidst everything else i do i make games most all the games we're full-time ticket holders for women's and men's basketball at university of toledo and <laughs> football in the past but we, we've discontinued those she got tired sitting out in the cold weather you yeah. know at, at night and uh so she's and she herself uh played basketball at bowling green state university long oh. before i i knew her and so she's and played volleyball and softball, you know, after college and stuff, yeah. not anymore. But uh, so she has a real, uh, you know, no problem with me going out to games you know, all the time. And and she understands sports because she's played them, mm -hmm. you know, not football, but obviously played basketball, volleyball, softball, tennis in high school. So, um, you know, she totally understands. And when I come home and talk about it, you know, she's right with me as far as understanding the game and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. I mean, to, to share interests, obviously, is, well, you probably wouldn't get married to begin with if you didn't have anything in common, right? Yeah. Uh, but but as you get older and, and, you know, her interests may become your interests and vice versa, you know, yeah. because you guys love each other and that's what you want, you know, and right, exactly. so it makes yeah. those things easier. You know, just I don't know if my, my wife ever envisioned going to a high school hockey game where we knew nobody that's actually playing, you know, right. but that's right. what's happening you know, because yeah. she knows that's I like it. The kids That's, enjoy it. You know, exactly. So. exactly. And, we, and then when we go down to BG, we get campus poly eyes out of it. So it all yeah, works out. Sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, you you mentioned uh, women's basketball at UT. Did you go to that Michigan UT game? 
Oh uh, yeah, we were there. Was it three days ago or whatever? Yeah, that yeah. man. That was a. I don't know anything about about Michigan. I know UT is really yeah. good. I don't know anything about Michigan, but that was a blowout. Yes, it was, and we went up to uh, U of M the year before. It was a, a home and away contract they had. Okay, and they they beat them like by two or three points last year when they were rated seventeenth in the country. So I don't know. It's just that team that's got your number or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened because I expected them to get get it handed to them after they beat them last year. <laughs> It was like a total surprise. Or at least be competitive. Yeah, well, we were hoping that because there were 7,000 people there. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of, we honestly expected them to maybe lose by 12 points or something, you know, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they hammered them by 23 points. <laughs> what a surprise. My uh, my dad used to take us to women's basketball games. I don't know why, like, uh-huh. but but we used to go when we were little. We used to go a couple times a season to go to watch women's basketball uh, mm-hmm. in that arena, and it it was my my dad my dad liked sports. Never played sports. He he grew mm-hmm. up in Texas, uh, and then moved here when he was fifteen. He was a migrant worker. He just never got involved in sports, mm-hmm. but he really likes them. Uh, you know, he was my coach my baseball team. He was always at football games, that kind of stuff. But it was always like this one thing I think about his whole life and it's one thing I'm like, man, he's really into sports, you know, and I, I know you don't have to play him to be into him, but, but normally that's how it works, but sure. it's just a cool thing. Like he still wanted it to take us to see this women's basketball game, or he would take us to uh, Rogers high school, a uh, play. Like he was always making it sure we were like seeing other things and different things. And that's cool. You know, yeah. And it like led to us, you know, wanting to be involved in all these, all these other yeah. things, you know? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Even though he didn't play him, he let you be introduced to him. Yeah, I talked to, it's weird when I talked to a few Perry's because I always was very hands on and encouraged by kids in sports because I liked them. Mm-hmm. But I, I talked to some of the kids and I'll talk to their father and say, boy, you must you did really a good job. You know, whatever. I'm not going to bring up any names. Yeah. But I've had some fathers say, no, I don't I don't play any sports. I, you know, they got involved because they're friends and they, you know, <laughs> they started in sixth grade or something. And some of them are your starters on football. And I'm yeah. like, wow, that's really different, you know. And I'll, I'll usually, you know, sometimes approach a parent or a mother that way. And it's like, I know nothing about it even. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, how did this happen? <laughs> well, that on the flip side, people always ask me, like, well, what if what if your son doesn't want to play football? I'm like, yeah, well, then he doesn't want to play football. I'm yeah, not going to be upset right, about exactly. it. Yeah. Like the only thing I'll be upset about is if he doesn't if he doesn't have something that he's doing, like he's just not going to sit at home. Exactly. If he, if he decides yeah. not to do football, okay, well, let's fill fill that space. Let's see what other interests do you have. You know, let's let's do that. But I would I always talk to when I was the junior high track coach. I I coach uh, shot and disc, and I try to get kids to come out and do shot and disc. And you know, and um, and I also talk to them about football. That'd be the same thing. I'd ask like, hey, do you want to play? You like football? Do you want to play? No, I I don't. I was, what do you do? I do soccer, or I do this, or I do that. Okay, cool. That's fine That's as fine. long as you're doing yeah. something. You know, yeah. same thing with. With track, like my really good throwers in junior high were never, they never did it in high school because they were either played baseball or softball. Okay. So they, but they, they I was like, well, it's, it sucks that you're not continuing to do this because oh, sure. I really enjoy sure. coaching. You're really yeah. good. I had a girl who in junior high was, was third in state in junior high and then wow. just did softball and uh, she ended up doing both, but was very limited on, on both. But, um, but I just, I like them to just, just do something. Yeah. That's good for good for you as a coach to do that. Encourage them that way. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like I'm forcing them to like, no, do this or why are you yeah, even here? You know exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. No, no, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I one thing we talked about before the podcast, and I want to make sure I mention it. Uh, I love 
I love when people come up to me and talk to me about podcasting or ask me questions about podcasting. And okay. you mentioned your nephew uh, yeah. does a podcast. Yeah. He's got the Jacob Buer show. Okay. And he just started. I don't know how he started. I haven't, I can't remember if I've asked him. I think between his sophomore and junior year in high school, he's from uh, this area. Okay. Uh, and they since moved the last five or six years job, uh, job moved by his dad near the Indianapolis area. And this is where he's, he started his podcasting. And uh, he's, he's had over like a hundred shows. Nice. Um, and he, just to, to mention some of the people, and I, I don't, and I don't know how he got him again, but I should ask him. He's interviewed Jerry Glanville. Yeah. You know, since our time. So I went up to Jerry the other couple of games ago. I said, "Hey, I, you know, my my nephew is 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 Jacob Brewer, and he's interviewed on my podcast, I think, a couple of times." Oh, nice. So I go up to Jerry. It's funny. Jerry says, "You know." He says, I really like Jacob and, and, and Jerry being older, isn't, you know, really literate with the internet and all that. Mm -hmm. He goes, I, he says, Jacob, it's so good at finding people for his podcast. I hit him up for phone numbers to try to get <laughs> people. I want to, like he needed to get in contact with Deion Sanders or someone. He goes, he goes, so I, whenever I need to hit up someone, I go to Jacob. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> He's interviewed, uh, uh, Jim Leyland from Paris. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's interviewed Lou Holtz. I'm giving you some of the famous ones. He does students at his high school. Well, he's in college now at Purdue with freshman year. So mm -hmm. he does a, a wide gamut of people, race car drivers and everything. He's done uh, former Apple CEO uh, John Scully and wow. vice presidential candidate Mike Dukakis. So but he's just a young kid. And it, it tells on the podcast, you know, mm -hmm. it's probably like the Hive or something. I've listened to him. And... Uh, but I don't know how he gets these these guys, but he gets them. <laughs> how do you? I, I just thought I mentioned because yeah, it's an affinity to you. It's just I, no, nice. I, I I love that kind of stuff. I I I'm always intrigued by it. And you know, I think first of all, just so I have it right, how do you spell his last name? Yeah, that's a B U E H R E R, and it's literally Jacob underscore Buer underscore show, and I think an underscore after the W on show. Okay. He's been doing yeah. it since like 2020 during the COVID, I think. It, awesome. He got it going. Uh, yeah. You mentioned how he gets all these guests. One thing that I learned is all you have to do is ask. Sure. Um, sure. And, and that's the hardest thing for me is, is asking someone and uh, afraid that they'll say no, but what does it matter? Like, okay, yeah, well, thank you. Like, thanks for your time. And, and you move yeah. on to someone else. You know, yeah. I, I tried to reach out to, or I did reach out to uh, a couple of, a couple of people that uh, that's, that, are famous enough where they send like well contact my representative and, oh and, wow wow you know, but, <laughs> i imagine he runs into that too i didn't ask him but uh. yeah it, it didn't work out uh uh ultimately but but i got to the point where i you know i did talk to them emailed a couple times and then you know you just don't hear from him anymore and whatever you know it is well, what it is you know i'll bet lorenzo that he has an advantage when he's younger yet because he's he, he probably literally gets somehow their phone number, I'm assuming, and talks to them one on one. And they can tell he's a young kid in high school. I'm doing this. They probably figure it's related to high school. And yeah. I'll bet that helps. You know, they don't have to go through that. Those people that shield those most famous people. I'm sure he runs that, runs into that. But as he gets older, if he continues to do it, he'll probably run into that more. Where now he's this innocent, you know, <laughs> junior in high school. Now he's a freshman at Purdue. Yeah. Doing yeah. <laughs> How can you refuse them? You you're, you're right. You're right. Maybe and, I should. Maybe I should yeah. just tell, like, hey, 
a uh, famous person. I make zero money doing this. Uh, I'm in my basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just give him a story. <laughs> have you been on his podcast? I have not. See, well, there you go. Look at that. Yeah. I got I got Ken Falls before yeah, Jacob, exactly. Jacob Buer. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we go, Ken, uh, I do want to say again, um, uh, and we can talk about it if you want. You had mentioned that that coming up, you may not be as as many sporting events and stuff. Sure, but sure. Um, I do. Um, whenever that day comes, because we are we're all waiting for it. Uh, whenever that day comes <laughs> and, uh, of you not being there, it will be a sad day. Uh, not just because you take such wonderful pictures, but also because it is nice. Like it is one of those, one of those people you're searching for on a Friday night, like, Oh, where's Ken? I want to make sure to say hi to Ken, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. So again, I really appreciate all the pictures you've taken and, and over the years. And, you know, some of those I, I would, I would never have any of that stuff. Those, some of those moments with my son or when I'm talking to all the water boys, all these things that I can point to, you know, look, look at later in life. So uh, uh, thank you for that. You're welcome again. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I will put your, <clears throat> if you don't mind, I'll, I'll put your website in the show notes so people can check out all your, oh, that's, that's all your, fine. yeah, yeah all your photos yeah. and stuff yeah. that you've done. Um, I, uh, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, My pleasure. We got to know each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of laughs together. <laughs> uh stay busy don't don't get in trouble but keep keep staying busy i think that's what that's what helps people go in is is keep moving around stay busy hopefully you get to the master someday if i ever get to the point in my life where i can help you with that uh i'll make sure uh, i can get i can get you something you well, can go get one of those I'm, if i'm allowed to post this on my social media i'm, I'm hoping someone will step forward <laughs> you know what? I, <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I make uh i make tiktoks of the of of these oh, these okay. podcasts so I'll make a TikTok. Uh, yeah. uh, see if you, we can get you to the masters. Am I allowed to put the link on? on oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, when I when I, when I uh, post it, when I post it, I will. Uh, okay. Yeah, you can share. It. I'll tag you. You can share it and everywhere. Okay. So yeah, yep. You'll be okay. good to go. Yep. All right, Ken. Well, yeah. thanks well, again. That was wonderful. Thank you yeah. for having me on. Oh yeah, no problem. Keep at it. Oh, thank you. You always have a great smile. Oh, thanks, Sam. It must be an encouragement as a tight ends coach. <laughs> We'll see you. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Ken Falls for coming on the podcast today. Uh, one of the best photographers out there. Uh, I, like I said in the podcast, I wouldn't have any pictures of me coaching on Friday nights uh, if it wasn't for him. Uh, great guy. Great to, to come on the podcast. Great of him to come on the, cop, on the podcast. Um, and just, you know, hear, obviously hearing how he got to start 40 years in accounting also, which isn't my cup of tea, but apparently it was his. Um, but yeah, thanks again to Kent Falls. Thanks to all of you for uh, liking, sharing, subscribing, listening, downloading the podcast. Keep it going for me. Uh, keep that YouTube. We're creeping up towards 150. <clears throat> Excuse me. Keeping up towards 150 on the YouTube subscribers. So uh, keep sharing that. And uh, just keep listening. Reach out to me at the nerdballpodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or know someone that wants to come on the podcast. As always, thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.